Next on Brothers Balling, we go NBA superlatives as the season is set to start next week. Who will take home the crown? Brothers Balling, coming at you. Hello, hello, hello. Once again, Friday night. Brothers are balling. We know what it is. Brothers talking sports on a Friday night. Brother number one, John, say what's up to the people. How's it going, people? Uh, Great show for you tonight. Can't wait to get into this stuff right now. And I'm brother number two, Rob. And we know the NFL is on right now. We know the NFL is, you know, the number one sport, but uh, the NBA is on its way. Preseason's wrapping up tonight, and the NBA's regular season, where the Denver Nuggets will defend their first ever NBA championship, that season will start on October 24th. That's going to be Tuesday night, and uh, very exciting time, I know, for a lot of people, but I think overall, this is going to be a really, really exciting uh, season. So we're going to go and talk about this season. We're going to, you know, give what we call our NBA superlatives uh, coming into this season. Of course, we get the Denver Nuggets. Once again, for the final time, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, the 2022-2023 NBA champions. Now let's start the new season. So we're going to start out with our superlatives and our first superlative is a very important one because, uh, and again, it's not really superlatives, but more like a, a best of. Right. Uh, we're going to focus on uh, a key component of each team. That's their starting lineup. So we're going to go best starting lineup in the NBA. If you would like, I can go first. If you want to go first, you are welcome to do so. So John or Myself, uh, best starting five. Best starting five. I'm like, come on, Rob. This is not a, even a question. I think has to be the Phoenix Suns. Oh, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> when you look at, you know, the roster that they have in terms of the five players they have, um, you know, you got Booker, you know, you got Bradley Beal, you got Cat, you know, you got Kevin Durant. Um, I'm assuming, uh, Nurk, you know, Nurkic will be their center. Um, you know, their, their point guard, you know, could be point guard by committee. It really doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to have the best, um, starting five. Now the question is, I don't, you know, to me, a, you have three players that can easily get 25 points on average, every single night. Yes. Um, they have the most firepower. I'm pretty sure that they're going to spread them around. There's going to be at least one of them with every single lineup that okay. goes out every minute of the game. So I feel that, you know, the coaching staff's difficulty is going to be, is going to be to spread all three players, um, at least having one, sometimes even two, every single minute of the game. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And so um, I would say that they have the best starting five. And we all know this, that having the best starting five doesn't guarantee that you win the championship. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the ancillary pieces have to be uh, comparable. And I feel that there's some other teams that have some deeper benches that help big time. Um, So for me, it's going to be the Phoenix Suns, the best starting five. That's just my choice. Mm. Hmm. How about you? So that's, uh, you know, it's easy way to go, Phoenix. I'm going to go different. I'm going to go in a different direction than the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to go to the Eastern Conference. And I'm going to say that it was a toss-up between the top two teams in the East, Boston mm-hmm. or, Mo- or Milwaukee. I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Okay. Okay, why? Milwaukee. Milwaukee has probably, I mean, to me, the best all-around player in the NBA in Giannis. Um. Dominant offensively, dominant defensively, can switch just about any uh, player in the league. Um, length. The only thing he doesn't do is shoot the three and, sh- and hit his free throws with consistency. Right. And those are pretty. Those are pretty big things, but those are only two holes in his game. He is dynamic. You have one of the most clutch players in the league in Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. uh, a point guard who can dominate the game with his passing, dominate the game with his ability to shoot as well. You also have one of the best shooting big men in the league in Brooke Lopez, also one of the better defenders in the NBA. In addition to that, um, you have Chris Middleton, who is, yes, coming off a knee injury, but one of the best mid-range but, uh, but he'll shooters. be a year removed. He'll be a, at least a good year removed from his injury. Yes, and one of the best mid-range shooters in the uh, NBA. And then I think, you know, it's going to be a toss-up. Who's going to be that fifth starter? Is it going to be Pat Connaughton? Likely they'll put somebody back there that can defend um, the perimeter. Chris Middleton is a pretty good defender. Brooke Lopez is a good defender. Giannis is a really great defender. Uh, but I like what the uh, Milwaukee Bucks have done. Adding Dame Lillard makes him a very potent offensive uh, juggernaut uh, that can play defense as well. They're not going to be the same quality of defensive team as they were when they had Drew Holiday. However, uh they probably have the best starting five. If you want to argue Boston, I can see that because you got switchable guys in Brown and Tatum. You got Holiday, who's a top defender. Porzingis can defend the rim and he can shoot. And then likely Horford um, starting as well. Um, if you want to go Derek White starting. Yeah, I think you know, I, I think in Boston's case, I think Horford should come off the bench. He should, but you know you how these older guys get. They get cranky. They come off the bench, so. Um, but yeah, starting five, I, I like Milwaukee, you like Phoenix, and I can see an argument from Boston as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Biggest surprise team. There's a lot of teams that have you know made some moves, some teams that maybe set some groundwork for uh you know for progress this year. Who are your surprise team? If you have one, what's your oh, one surprise team? My one surprise team, and it's and it's and it's based on how a particular player player is playing. My surprise team is the Brooklyn Nets. I know you 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 probably like what the Brooklyn Nets. Here's the thing: if Ben Simmons can, it, you know, I'm hoping the preseason is not a mirage of uh, 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 of how Ben Simmons is going to come out this season. If he could play like that, if he could provide you. 10 points, get you eight rebounds, seven assists a game with the 
so, so, so here's my thing with the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets have a lot of good pieces all around. If Ben Simmons can come in and provide 10, 7, and 7, that contribution with with uh, with what they already have can make the Nets a dangerous team. Not dangerous, I'm saying. Not dangerous in terms of coming out and like winning the East or something like that. But dangerous in terms <laughs> But dangerous in terms of beating anybody on any given night, right? And so probably losing and probably losing to anybody on any, on any given night. True, but the thing is, Ben Simmons' play. I know this is this is a stretch, but I think the Ben Simmons resurgence. It might be interesting to see if he mm-hmm. can do what he did. If if, if 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 he could come in and give. Think about it. Going from nothing from him, right? Him not even mm-hmm. playing to 10, 7, and 7. You know, if he were to average that, I think the Nets that'll bode well for that team with the with the pieces that they have. No, mm-hmm. well, I mean, we'll see what he does. But um yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see on, on Brooklyn. I would love for Brooklyn to be a surprise team, but that's not the team that I selected, you know. I know. Uh, I I thought about a couple of different teams. Um I thought about Indiana. I thought about San Antonio. Um, I think San Antonio may be better than a lot of people think. But I settled on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. The Timberwolves were the eighth seed last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were, they just got in the playoffs. They were able to win uh, their second play in game in order to get into the playoffs. Okay. Um, Here's the reason why I'm picking Minnesota. Minnesota has one of the budding superstars in the league in Anthony Edwards. I think his experience at the FIBA, you know, international, the World Cup of Basketball, is going to help him uh, take that next step in terms of leadership. Um, you know, I think he hogged the ball too much. I know a lot of people didn't watch FIBA, but I think, you know, he start, I think he grew in terms of being the man oh, yeah. among other guys. I think he may have shot the ball a bit too much, especially in uh, those last couple of games. But I think he's ready to take that next step in terms of being a leader, a guy that will demand that others follow him. And I think that is what is going to lead them. I predict the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to make the playoffs, not to play in. They will be a top six seed in the in, in, in the Western okay. Conference. All right. Okay. A top six seed. And that is going to be my surprise team. I like Mike Conley. I like um, Cat. Um, they need to break up, of course, the minutes with Cat and Rudy Gobert. Um, that'll, that'll help them. But I like Minnesota to make a top six seed in the um, uh, postseason in the Western Conference this year. Okay. Now, of course, when there's a surprise team, there's normally going to be a team that falls off. Team most likely to disappoint. Now, this can be a team that has expectations. That is not that may not uh, produce uh, or a team that, you know, was higher this year that may fall off. John, what's your likely team to disappoint? So I tossed this idea between two teams. It was either Minnesota or I'm really leaning more towards the Chicago Bulls, right? The Chicago Bulls stand packed. They have Levine. They have DeMar DeRozan. They kept Vucevic. 
Mm-hmm. They're a team that, you know, people in the East thought would be a top six team with, you know, the guys they have, you know, Lonzo Ball supposedly should be coming back mm-hmm. um, at some point this year. Um, but I think that they are, you know, yes, last year they teetered, you know, with the playoffs, didn't do it. Um, I just feel that this year, with the, with, the thing is, is when you look at the talent, they have three guys on the roster that can give you 20 points on any given night, right? Okay, uh-huh. At least 20. At least 20 on any given night. You're talking about DeRozan? Levine. Levine. And, 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 and Vujic, I'm, I'm like, he's a big, he's a big that can give you 20 points. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's a double-double. All right? Okay, I see you. And, um, you know, you got Kobe, you know, you got Kobe White, you got some other guys on that roster who they have who who, who who can contribute. They play in a big city market like Chicago. Yeah. Um, I just feel that by the time we get to the to the trade deadline, they're gonna be unloaded. I think they're gonna be a disappointment. Yeah, I think so. that they probably don't make the playoffs. Um, not a good team. Um so yeah, I get, I definitely feel that. Now, to me, they wouldn't be a disappointment because I have low expectations for them. Uh a team that people have expectations for for making the playoffs that I think may not make the playoffs and if they do, it'll have to be in playing. There's two there's two teams, okay? There's two teams. Okay. Um that I think could be have potential to be most disappointing. One is Dallas. Okay. Mm, I agree. Dallas Dallas has uh, you know, a Great backcourt with Luca and Kyrie. I just don't think they have enough, and the teams that are ahead of them are just better. Like it's not like they did. They had a bad, you know, summer. They added Grant Williams. They added Derek Lively. They added um, Maxime Prosper. I, I think a very interesting prospect. Um, you know, in the draft, I just don't think that they have enough around Luca and Kyrie. And I don't think Luke and Kyrie are the kind of leaders that can take a, a team with a lot, a lot of young players and lead them in the, in the right direction. I think those two guys are great solo acts, but they're not great leaders. And I think um, one Kyrie's proven it throughout his career. He's not a he's, he's not a leader. He okay. is a so he's a solo act, and he's a he's an ex- exceptional solo act, but not the kind of guy that's going to uh, lift a team to higher um, heights. Luca can help win, but I don't know if he has that leadership quality, and I think that is going to be the missing piece for Dallas um, for, so, you know, so, for coming to the right. season. I want us to unpack that for a second. So, from your perspective, what you're, what you're telling our audience is they probably have arguably the most dynamic backcourt in the league. No, not arguably. They're the, they're the uh, yeah, the most right. explosive backcourt is in Dallas. Okay. All right, so we'll take that point, right? But you're saying, despite all that, from your perspective, mm-hmm. yep, they get this. And, 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 and I'm gonna say this: I agree with you. I think that on paper, when you look at them, they should easily. Kyrie can easily give you 25 a night. Oh yeah, they can. And Luca can. And Luca can easily give you 25 to 30 a night. Yep. So the question is, if they could give you 50, let's say they could give you as a as a as a team from two guys, they give you 54 points a game. Yep. Right. You should be able with the remaining roster 
be able to produce 70 points. Like, you, you should will. be able to score 120-something a game with that roster. You should. So, I can, you know, I can agree with you on that, that they could that they could be a disappointment. Now, here's the question. If they are a disappointment, if let's say they get to the trade deadline and they're at a position where they might not make the playoffs, what would you do? If you're if if that's your team, what would you do? What in terms of what to do with them if they don't make if they're not going to yeah. make the playoffs? Yeah, would you break it up? Do no, you can't break it up. One, Kyrie has no trade value, especially with that contract. Nobody's um, taking him, so he's yours, and you're not going to get rid of Luca. Um, you know, you look at the roster. You got uh, Derek Jones, who's a good, you know, athletic player. Uh, you got Seth Curry, who they added. Mm-hmm. You got for the Maxi third Kleber. time, yeah, Maxi Kleber. <laughs> you know, Rashawn Holmes. Derek Lively is an interesting uh, prospect. Dwight Powell, um, Grant Williams, I think is going to be good. But who is the perimeter stopper for this team? They Who's playing? One. Who is going to be one that can play? That can actually play big minutes. They don't have one. They don't have one. They haven't addressed and it. Kyrie and Luca don't play defense. Okay. So it's going to be extremely Not interesting. Not a lick. Yeah. That's my issue with them. They're, you know, uh, great. But if they're off, like, it's almost like a, a guaranteed loss. If, if they're off, their defense is just not going to be good. So mm. we'll see. We'll, we'll see what Magic Jason Kidd can add. My other team was the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Um, yeah. I had Memphis in there as a potential. But yeah. the thing is, I think because they got Marcus Smart, I think Marcus – listen, you can say what you want about Memphis. You know, we could talk about – we we actually, the two of us, could have an entire show on just Jabba Rant. Yeah, just the mistakes that he's made because this guy has potential to be the face of the league because in the next five years, we might not have LeBron, Durant, uh, Curry. Curry, Yeah, if you're looking at the next five years of this league, there's a lot of star players we might not have anymore. And so you have an opportunity to be the guy um, to take over, to be the face of the league, and you're throwing it all away. But yeah. I say all that to say they're intriguing to me because of what they did in, you know, getting Marcus Smart. They got a good veteran in Derrick Rose. I think they'll be able to hold the fort down mm-hmm. because looking at their roster, we could argue that with everybody intact, they're a top two, top three team in this league. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. But I think I think they there's a lot of talk. A lot right. of bravado, and they have not delivered. Yeah, you know? so that, that, that is true. And I think and a I lot think of bark, that, a lot of bark, yeah, no bite, right? No bite. And they wanted to scapegoat Dylan Brooks. It wasn't all Dylan Brooks. They, you know, did not, uh, you know, as a team that everybody, everybody expected them to be a really good defensive team. Granted, you know, Stephen Adams was out, but Stephen Adams is, he's really, he's a big that can't switch. Okay, you know you you can have him on the perimeter um, defending. Right. That's Jaron right. Jackson's job. Right. Um. So my concern is that the chemistry issues that are going to take place because of the loss of Ja. I think getting Marcus Smart is a big, 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 big deal. He's a good, you know, good player with leadership quality. But I think that is a team that if things go bad early, 
I can see things uh, going bad as the season progresses with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I, I, uh, there's one one other question I want to I want to ask you before we switch topics here. How do you feel about the coach? Do you think the coach? Do you I think, think overall? He's a good coach. Do you think overall yeah. he's a good coach? Okay. Yes. Yes. Taylor Jenkins is a good coach. Okay. I, I like him. Uh, right. Now, next team, we got two more. Two more. What we're gonna call the house money team, a team with nothing to lose this year. Mm-hmm. If they don't make the playoffs, nobody's gonna bet. Now, if they make the playoffs, yes, happiness will reign in their little city. What team is that for you? Okay. I'm going to tell you this. I picked the Portland Trailblazers and the San Antonio Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to tell you why. I keep looking at this Portland Trailblazers roster, and I'm like, this team might make the playoffs. In the West. They might make the playoffs. In the West. It's possible. Oh, my gosh. You have a center in Aiton. You have Jeremy Grant. Oh, boy. Now, Now, I agree with you. He is overpaid. But he's a double double guy. Okay. You have Scoop, who I think Scoop, you know, Scoop is gonna shoot, in my opinion, a very poor percentage. But yeah. he is a he, he is an athletic guy and he has an NBA body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, as the season progresses, I can see him giving you 15 points, 16 points his first year per game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Anthony Simons, who He's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. Um, I can see this team. You know, I think now with we've moved on from Dame Lillard. Now, right? We've moved on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We moved on. We're good now. I think just that. I I think Chauncey might have a a, a fun year coaching this team because there's no more distractions. No more of like, man, we got this guy who we need to move and. All this, they're playing. You could argue that they're playing free. There's no, there's nothing holding them back at this point. We've moved on okay. from game. There's no, because Rob, we gotta be honest. The NBA, yes, it's, it's a skills game, but it's also a mental game. The mental grind of the season, and I think now that they have no distractions, they're mm-hmm. right now in. Uh, there's nothing to lose, right? There's nothing to yeah. lose. It's not as if Chauncey. Billups is like on the on the cut block and they don't make the playoffs. So because because they have an opportunity to play free, they may surprise some people. Okay. All right. Uh here's 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 my team. My team is the OKC Thunder. Okay. Okay. This is a tough Western conference. If they don't make the playoffs, maybe a little disappointing, but this is a good, good team. Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Josh Giddy. Mm-hmm. Chet, Hol- Chet Holmgren has looked really good in the preseason. Yeah. And he's okay. put on some weight. He's put on some weight. Yeah. This is a team that I think in three years will be a championship contender. They have pieces now. They have so many draft picks that they can dump for a potential superstar or draft the next star. And the OKC Thunder are going to be an exciting team to watch this season. Oh, yeah. They got a lot of good players. They got a lot of good players in that roster. A lot of good players. So I'm interested to see what happens with them. That team... Uh, has nothing to lose to me, okay? Uh, the next thing, all or nothing team, the team with the most to lose, I'm going to say it right now, uh, it's the LA Clippers. This thing is going to blow up. Okay. They, may have to, they may have to blow this thing up. Um, they're moving into a new stadium next season. This is their last season, uh, if, if I uh, remember correctly, in, in uh, Staples. 
Oh, well, no, well, it's not, no. Remember, the crypto.com. Remember that. So, Kawhi, Paul George, they're trying to get the trade for James Harden because they're, you know, they know that this could be the potential last day. And so many injuries have, uh, you know, kind of impeded this team's progress. And I think because of that, and the fact that they're both free agents, when you talk about Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard, this is a team with the most to lose. If it blows up bad, this could be a totally different team come next season. Yes, so so I agree with you. I I, I actually went with the other LA team, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, you know, they made all these moves to, to better their roster. Um, but I think, here's the thing. This is all about legacy at this point, right? And LeBron is trying to get one more ring, right? If Anthony Davis, here's the thing, it all hinders, because to me, I think they have a lot of good pieces all around. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of good guys all around, right? But Anthony Davis needs to be, Anthony Davis this year needs to play a minimum of 65 games during the season. Good luck with that. Right. <laughs> We could have a whole conversation on that, but mm-hmm. he's going to need to, he's going to need to be the top five player in the league that we know he can be when he exercises all the talents that, that he has at his disposal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I know you picked the Clippers and, and I had a feeling that you would. So I, so I wanted to go, you know, for our audience, someone different. Mm-hmm. I have the Lakers because they made all those moves to be a contender. And honestly, if this doesn't work, that team's gonna get blown up. Well, they have they'll have no choice. Like you'll have LeBron who's, who's a free agent. You'll have it'll be AD and then all the other guys. So we'll see what happens with that team. So that's be very interesting to see um, how that plays out. All right. So you know, and just for purposes of you know, everybody wants a finals prediction. I mean, I can predict the Suns and the Celtics. I got, believe it or not, I got Denver finding a way to get back. Okay. I got, I have the Denver, Denver versus the Celtics, Celtics taking it all. Okay. All right. So we'll see if that, you know, plays out. But we have another matter to handle the NFL picks. John, you increased your lead. You are now up eight games on the season. Of course. I'm not surprised. Okay. Um, you know, I, I am. I am. As a matter of fact, Check that you're up nine games because uh, the Jaguars won last night. I picked the uh, Saints to win at home on a short week, like most yeah. good teams do. They didn't come through, and the Saints had me down a whole. Now I'm down nine games. Now, uh, so next week, so week seven, we mm-hmm. got the Browns and the Colts. Browns coming off a huge win against uh, the 49ers. Are they going to get tripped up? Trap game against the Colts. Do you agree? I don't think so. I know okay. uh, Deshaun's not playing, but I think they they are playing in a way that they feel that they're being disrespected. I have them winning a nail-biter by two. I got the Browns. I also have the Browns winning. I think the Colts, uh, after picking them against Jacksonville, sorely just disappointed in their performance. Bills and Patriots, do we even need to discuss? No. Okay, we, We're both in the Bills, right? Yes, we're both in the Bills. Okay, I'll be down. Lions and Ravens. I like Detroit to win this game. 
I did too, but I am going on the idea that the Ravens have disappointed us, then surprised us, disappointed and surprised us. This week, I think they're going to surprise. They're going to beat the Lions. All right. I like uh, I like, you, you said Ravens. I like the Lions. Raiders and the Bears, both backup quarterbacks are in. Who takes advantage? I like the Raiders. So do I. I got the Raiders. Yeah. Even though I'm a Bears fan, I got the Raiders winning. Falcons and Bucks. Uh, Falcons lost at home last week to Washington. Bucks got trounced against Detroit. I like Tampa to pull it out at home. So do I. I got the Bucks beating the Falcons. Steelers and Rams. I don't know what to make of the Steelers team. Terrible. They should not be uh, a team that's even close to 500. They find ways to win because they have good coaching. I think they're going to squeeze it out. And good defense. Yeah, and really good defense. I think they squeeze it out against the Rams. or offense that has kind of hit or miss at times. Uh, they got Cooper cut back. I got, I got the Rams. All right. Seahawks and Cardinals. Do we both agree Seahawks? Oh, yeah, Seahawks. But Seahawks wow. in a close game, though. But, okay. but the Seahawks will win. Eagles and the Dolphins. Ooh, this was a tough one. This, I tossed and turned on this one for a minute. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. They got Julio Jones. Um, I got the Eagles because the Eagles have a really good defense. I like the Eagles defense, this one. Giants, Commanders. What are your thoughts on this one? I like I the Commanders. The, I like the Commanders. Uh, I think Airbnb enemy is going to have a, a good plan. I got the Commanders winning. All right. Uh, by three. Even though the Giants did play very well. Yeah, they Monday played night. better than expected against against Buffalo on yeah. Sunday night. Tyron Taylor made uh, a mistake before halftime. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. Uh, that was just terrible. All right, uh, Packers and the Broncos. Listen, listen, I'm not impressed by either one of these teams. I'm going to pick the team that I think can't lose every game for the rest of the season. I'm going to pick the Broncos. I'm going to pick the home team to win a close game against Packers. I got the Packers beating them. All I don't right. believe in Russ. Yep, I don't blame you. Chargers and the Chiefs on Sunday night. You think Patrick Mahomes and the boys pulling it out? Yeah, even though, you know, Chargers tend to rebound – on on bad losses, um, mm-hmm. but I just feel like the, um, I think the Chargers ha- have some decisions to make at the end of the season. But I got the Chiefs mm. winning. And Monday night, Niners Vikings. I think the Niners are going to be upset uh, after their loss to Cleveland, and they're going to come out and defeat the Vikings. Oh, they're going to beat the, especially because Jefferson is not even playing for the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the Forty ers in a in a beatdown. All right, those are our picks. So let's see if John is able to increase his lead, or I should, I should be able ex- to, or as expected, Rob starts to make some headway this season as we enter or approach the mid mid season point. Uh, hit us up, tell us what you think. We uh, post our picks on our Facebook group, Brothers Ball and Sports. Uh, we love the interaction. <coughs> Sorry, we love the interaction. Uh, we also are on Instagram at Brothers Ballin Podcast and via email at uh, Bud Brothers Ballin. I'm getting choked oh, up here. Oh, you forgot? You, you forgot where we are? <laughs> <laughs> so remember to set your fantasy lineups. Be a good brother, be a good sister. Take care. Peace out, folks.